You're listening to Bellwether's podcast with Matthews Joseph. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Bellwether's podcast. This is Matthews Joseph, your host. Today we have someone very special with us. His name is PK Matthew. He is the founder and managing partner of the Spokesman Network, a network based out from India. So uh, just before giving you an introduction about Spokesman Network, I would like to say that PK Matthew and myself were very good friends for the last 10 years. We met together while we were in eighth grade and we've been a, a great friends ever since. So it's an honor and it's a true pleasure to have PK Matthew and one of my very closest first friends on this show. So PK Matthew, welcome to Belvedere's podcast. Thank you so much, Matthews. It's an honor to join you on your podcast. Um, yeah, we go back a long, long way, and uh, I think um, looking back, it's been uh, it's been um, it's been awesome. Uh, and to see what Belvedere is doing uh, in the community and throughout um, the places that you uh, reach out, it's it's amazing. So really happy to join you. Well, thank you so much for those kind words. I think you know one of the main reasons I started Bell with us was you. I mean, you were an you were an inspiration and a motivator to me as well because you you were when I was starting this, I used to talk to him a lot, and we used to have these conversations about how to build these things up, how what would be a strategy, would be a good strategy, how to place things. So we had a lot of conversations while launching Bell with us, and I would say without PK Matthew, Bell with us would not be here. I can definitely say that because he was one of the most inspiring factors for me to start this also uh, while he started spokesman a few years back we actually had a lot of conversation that's where it all started when he actually he started an initiative that was something different than that used to come out from every other person so we'll be talking more about that so yeah let's go ahead and let's let's talk about spokesman all right pk are you ready yes yes, yes. so first yeah first of all i just want to thank you for your kind words it's very uh, uh, i'm flattered but uh, it's your initiative i'm really happy that you're doing something that's making a change so you you took the initiative so thank so yeah for those two cool all right that's great so uh, talking about spokesman you know uh, why did you launch spokesman a few years back what was your primary motivation in building spokesman and what made you act what is the driving factor that helped you launch it or more further i would like uh, if you could elaborate on what you guys were doing on what the basic idea was and talk about this i think that will be an inspiration and that will give people a better idea on what spokesman did and what you what your vision and what your exact idea about the organization was so uh, yeah so see um as matthew's introduced me i am the founder of the spokesman network which is a, um, a registered organization uh, which was set up to launch a uh, open to opinion opinion digital news media platform called the spokesman.in and uh, we i i initially came up with this idea when i was um, i used to write to the uh, editor of um, newspapers about various issues and uh, i wanted to um, point out certain issues and facts but uh, a lot of mainstream papers were not interested in of course other other channel news and radio they, they are not at all interested to listen to um you was um, concerns so that uh, prompted me to launch a website where initially it was like a blog but then uh, we work i i i was able to redefine the whole thing and then uh, got like minded people and uh, we sat together and we sort of thought why not we go ahead and launch an open platform where anybody can write um on facts so it's it's, it's about your opinion about a particular subject as long as it's fact based you're allowed to write and it's not just on news um politics it's about anything poetry um we we anything that you can name so um this was the crux of the idea that uh, prompted us to launch spokesman then and uh, it wasn't easy 
it it had a lot of hiccups because uh, we were dealing with a lot of um, it was a wide area compared to what um other digital platforms were doing at the time which was specific in nature so we had a lot of um, uh, hiccups initially uh, particularly who to ask which team member to when how do we find the good team member to do what so uh, that is what um, put me um, thinking how do we get the best um um task a team team to deliver what we want to do so the motivation basically in short is the fact that i was so fed up with the present day media and i wanted to, to bring some change into the present um, day media which is why uh, we launched the spokesman.it wow that's 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 huge i mean uh, taking a risky step like that you know against media i mean so uh, when you had to actually start up something on your own and you had to call up like you had 10 to 12 members and getting them all together and sharing them your vision sharing them your idea on what you wanted to do i mean that's pretty huge i mean that is that was challenging and uh, when exactly was this i think it was like four years back right uh, yeah it was in um my second year of college which should be 2016 yeah right so yeah it all started from 2016 when he actually thought you know the everybody can't make a difference and that's what pk matthew actually thought at that time and i think that is what he still believes right now and that's what each and every, most of us believe most of the entrepreneurs visionaries and businessmen we all believe the same thing that anybody can make a difference and everybody can make a difference and so pk matthew had this idea about starting a huge network which was actually at scratch at that time but he had to develop i mean i'm pretty sure that he had to go through a lot of challenges right i mean we talked about this and you know personally we share about this but i think you know you should tell the people also as well because the challenges that you have faced i think that would be a great inspiration because most people actually when when an obstacle comes i mean uh, i've heard the saying that one man's obstacle is another man's opportunity and so some people are actually find it very hard to thrive against when they see an obstacle but the others actually get over the op- obstacle by seeing that as an opportunity so is there something like you had something like that you know how you actually turned an obstacle in the media field to an opportunity so uh, you're very you're very right um most businesses or most startups see why are we doing a startup there are many reasons one entrepreneur can come up with one reason or the main reason should always be is there a problem and how can we solve that problem and that's the most widely uh, your your um, startup or your initiative can only find success if there is a problem and if you can solve the problem so how and that is the opportunity so my, the problem that i was able so obsessed about was the fact that the media mainstream media was very conveniently playing into agendas and setting their own agenda pushing a particular kind of narrative i mean left or right or whatever but uh, there wasn't something called true independent media and that was um, that was uh, a major focus uh, and we we so initially the common man's voice was not heard it was what a particular news anchor was shouting and screaming on prime time slot uh, to particular uh, editor editorial meeting setting a particular agenda to push a particular kind of news piece so these were the things that i was irritated with and i wanted to change that because i knew a lot of people who wanted to put particular writings out and who wanted to publish something but couldn't do it anywhere so all of this put together um i wait or why not we launch a portal for that so it it was covering your day to day news and etc etc at the same time promoting poetry um same time promoting short stories 
same time promoting uh, reviews of movies and places and i i have i know a lot of people who never have published anything in their lives started publishing on our platform and came up to me and said if this wasn't there we could we would we would never have gone out and thought about what to write and how to write they felt good about themselves they found that they can write they can publish things for example there is a that there's a teacher um she she uh, she she travels a lot but she never thought of writing and she she took up that as a passion she published i think more than 20 reviews of places she went wow. in india wow. in saudi she went she went to london she reviewed places there and she used to come up and put it up on sports and pictures and you know it it so it it sort of gave power to people who um whose voice was not heard like we had people come up and there was a a person who had a particular issue with respect to uh face who 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 faced some harassment and abuse from a particular um section of um, of of the society and that person uh, was not heard by anybody else but we gave a platform and that see when you do these kind of things it takes a lot of um, uh, um it's it's a risky thing to do so i so basically these are the things that you know we face a lot of obstacles so i was just generally going um, in 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 all the direction that we were we 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 traveled through so i mean um so putting it um in in uh, a few words i think uh, we face challenges starting for example um uh, how do we set up a team how do we build a brand because i was very clear from day one that we were going to build a brand and at the same time on the other side of it we need to uh, have a strong product as well because we are not going to only bang on on, on a brand so we we got together initially it was just uh, one me and then later on two people joined and then later we eventually grew to 12 and then we had close to um 1000 1200 uh, full time subscribers and viewership around uh, consistent viewership in from 12 countries including the us so we we saw we saw i think within a year we were doing pretty well and it grew beyond our expectation so um so these are the challenges how we were trying to keep up with the type of content we have to put out because every day nobody is going to pick up open up open their interface and start typing so we had to sort of fill in the gaps with our in-house articles so we had a lot of challenges from that angle wow i mean but i'm i'm actually impressed by your perspective you know you actually saw that there is a need for something like this to come up and then you actually uh, you you actually paid way for that so you gathered up a team and then you were persistent i mean you had a vision you were persistent and your perspective had actually made clarity to a lot of people i mean like the teacher who actually wrote those articles from visiting different places i mean who would have thought that she would do something like that i mean who would have thought that you know it is it, it, it is massive i mean the vision that you had and almost 12 countries viewership including the us that's actually something very huge and that is a, that's a huge achievement i must say So moving on so how did you deal with creative differences i mean you had 10 to 12 members working full time with your team so uh you i'm pretty sure that you ever did ever have to deal with creative differences when that happened how did you deal and how did you came to a proper conclusion um creative differences are always there in any um any type of group that is setting out to do something new or working towards an objective or um, any any form of um, productive work anybody is doing uh, there is will be clear differences so i think how we dealt was the fact that so initially everybody was very clear assigned roles we were we assigned roles to every individual nobody was sitting alone and doing dilly dallying 
everybody had a particular assigned role and another role addition to do when something for example we had in house writers in house writers as perhaps um sometimes they do not have um uh, articles to write at a particular point of time because somebody else is doing so they they were given another slot to do so when we had in um, creative differences we were sure as to okay somebody used to suggest something and we we sat down we brainstormed and then uh, somebody from the particular field would say okay this is what we should do why don't we consider that so um i think ultimately we sort of debated discussed and um decided okay what is best for the organization now i would i i was the editor in chief of uh, the spokesman.in so i was particular that okay if if somebody else has a better idea we'll go with that otherwise if we don't have an idea and if i feel okay that is very wrong extremely wrong and i have fact or figure or whatever to substantiate that then i'll go with that and they were fine with that so we are we had a working environment that uh, that uh, the team used to contribute whatever they thought and i used to contribute and finally we used to arrive at one decision on how to take something forward if not uh, if i am wrong they they point out and i had given all my team members freedom to do that and if i feel that okay i have and i as a leader perhaps to push this and uh, get this thing done because of so and so reason i went for that so it it is it is it's a mixture of so many things so i don't think um, every organization has um, one size fits for all it depends on the working environment the leadership the people who are part of the part of puzzle of your organization and how they are going to take it i mean in every organization you're going to see one person who is going to dominate the conversation you know one person who is consistently um i mean who may not be perhaps very active in giving productive ideas and that person will be quiet another person will be overactive shooting out all kinds of nonsense uh, one person will you know will will be the silent um, um um silent uh, person of the whole lot who will keep quiet and who will not speak anything but just wants to get it done with the whole meeting and leave as soon as possible when another person would be there just battling ideas who just um, who will be just there to perhaps um, um i mean um, uh, disagree with almost everything everybody is saying i mean it's it's a very it's a very um, taxing process but i think eventually everybody if the initial agenda of your create i mean of your brainstorming uh, is the fact that what is best for your product what is best for your organization and what is best um for the whole of the the the, the reason why you started this then whoever the leader the, the, the other team member everybody can arrive at something if it's an ego battle now i have i have so before starting spokesman i worked in other places as in part of internship i've seen uh, other organizations uh particularly i've seen the state where we were about to raise funding and we were seeing other organizations their working pattern there were so many so many issues that was particularly personal and once you let your personal things play out uh, i think it will affect um the creative differences are no longer creative it becomes personal differences so right. i think everybody should be very clear of that this is this is a issue that is with the product or a decision of a particular thing we are here to get that done and we are not here to sort of battle out uh, my hatred towards or my dislike towards another person now i can tell you this not from the spokesman dotting but there was another non profit that we were launching at the time i mean at the time i was doing three things at the time and which was foolish of me but uh, we had another team setting up that of another team of six and few people pulled up from spokesman used to be there to sort of guide accounts and all that because everything was man funding everything was going from here so um we had a huge fight and i remember sitting at the head of the table we were discussing and this person just gets up 
and um, start shouting. And I realized later on that, okay, the person did not like me uh, uh, striking off a particular proposal the person had submitted probably, I think, a week ago. And the person was frustrated because of other personal issues. And it, it all just came out in, the, in this particular meeting where we were doing, we were brainstorming and having creative differences. So it wasn't creative difference, it was personal difference. So I think everybody should keep their personal, um, what do you call it, um, differences aside and then work on what is best for the product, what is best for the organization. And that will sort of, and every, every you will hit a roadblock. And see, every working environment is not the same. Every working environment is not, uh, uh, I mean, um, heavenly or godly. Every every working environment, there will be somebody who will not like the other person. But we should strive. And every now and then, I I tell people when you're going to sit in a particular room and want to brainstorm, or when you have creative differences, tell everybody that okay, listen, um, we are here to better the organization, to better the product. Anybody has a good idea, come up with it. Like when somebody disagrees with me, the first thing I tell them is like, good. What is the alternative? So that will propel people to uh, sort of think like if somebody who's just there to shoot down a bad idea uh, should also be able to come up with an alternative. It might be bad, whatever, but still a person is contributing. Let's, let's discuss this and let's get something done. So I think in, um, uh, the, at the end, it should be about um, creative differences are going to creep up, but um, it should be dealt with uh, positively and not and not um, it should be it shouldn't be selective it should be very very clear as to what you're setting out to do and um, and that's all i have to say because i i can't i mean i won't be uh, people are starting out people are getting leading a team or being part of a team will know it every working environment is very very um, different and the challenges that every working environment organizes is very very different so uh, the best thing i would say is that um, speak it out if you if you feel that okay, this is something that is terribly wrong, something that you should um, not um, go out. I mean, I call this the gut feeling. I mean, you should say. It. I mean, I remember there was once when we were going to take a decision on the marketing aspect of this, and everybody was all happy about the decision, and I had this feeling that this is going to go wrong, and I kept quiet. I thought probably they're right, probably they're right, and I said, okay, you know what? I have this feeling, and I want you guys to hear me out. And I told them they they agreed. They they said yeah I think that was that we should we should we should put that in and we we together brought out a better marketing um, strategy in those initial days of, uh, of spokesman so I think that's 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 your answer to uh, that question yeah definitely I mean that, that that that's different I mean because you know most of the organization that we face I mean especially I mean I would say like there's post uh, there's uh, pre COVID and then COVID season so before COVID. You were, you were physical. I mean, you could see each other directly and you could talk to them. So whenever an issue comes up, you can gather to, together and you can fix it out. I mean, even though there might be long heated discussions, but at the end, you know, you can actually find out a positive way out of it. But right now, even in a post-COVID world, I mean, because everything is virtual. I mean, literally everything, even our interview right now is virtual. And so is for most companies because most companies don't do anything in physical. I mean, even though right now, in a, even though the transition is coming back, but still, everybody is in uh, in a virtual world. And so, I think the creative differences are happening more right now because you are not able to physically see each other. So it is it is going to be a heated discussion, long discussions. And I think this is actually what this is the best solution for that because you have to. I mean, what uh, two ways? I mean, one way is like like you said. What 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 does it benefit for the organization? What does it benefit for the vision that the organization has? You know that is one part. The second part is 
you know, what is the next alternative? And these two are the best ways to figure out when a creative difference happened. And uh, that's actually pretty cool. I mean, that's actually huge what you just said. So just moving on. So I think you told, you, you, you told us like how challenging it was to start an initiative like Spokesman in the earlier days, right? So, and how did the viewers and subscribers see it? So you said you have almost 12 countries, different people from 12 countries. So how did they see it? How did they see the change? How did they accommodate with the change and how were they able to uh, view it? Yeah, so the viewers and subscribers, I think, um, as I mentioned before, there are people, see, initially when you start something, everybody will look, look at you with suspicion. That's that's a given because people who don't know, people will reject what what whatever change you bring. So uh, we had to sort of reach out to them and say, okay, this is what, and you know, I, I'd say that initially, so my initial target was just the people around me. I just wanted the people around me to come and check out what this is and subscribe. So we said, okay, the first hundred people, I mean, so the first 50 people who subscribe will get a free brownie <laughs> in my college. And uh, you won't believe it. The, the whole, uh, the, the, our cafeteria, was crowded. I 50, I mean, I counted more than close to 150 or something. People lined up to uh, subscribe. Get and, the brownie. Uh, to, to get the brownie. So you come up with initial innovative marketing ways to initially sell it, but eventually the whole thing is how do you sustain this? So first, you, we got the first uh, point. The second thing is to get to, to, to get, get back this particular viewer or reader. So then, then we should have, we should offer quality content. So I would say that uh, the subscribers and viewers keep uh, kept coming back because we were offering good content, and uh, we um, and they 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 were there because they got something out of it. You know, people who uh, wanted to, who I knew, who had who wrote poetry from class ten and nine and seven and five, never published it, never showed it to anybody. Good good literary works which uh, we published. And uh, I think um, I'm very proud of the fact that, you know, those people, got the, the attention they got or the recognition they got. And one of them is, is now have, uh, is writing a novel. Another one person is putting all the poems as a compilation and would be out there to uh, publish it. I'm invited for that. So I'm very happy for all these things that are happening because, um, you know, we were able to offer a platform. So viewers and subscribers, I think they, so now, now, I mean, um, uh, the spokesman, uh, the the portal is no longer uh, uh, operational because we face a lot of challenges and a lot of issues, which I'll speak after this. So, um, so people keep asking me when is it going to come back up again? When is it going to come up, come back up again? So that that shows that the viewers and subscribers liked it, and uh, perhaps in a long term um, plan, it it would uh, it would definitely have worked out. So yeah, so I think the viewers and subscribers liked it. Wow, you know, that's that's actually nice. I mean, you know, I, even I used to follow it for, I mean, whenever I could, I could just like see and look out for whatever, all those, uh, all those content that you guys actually had. And I think uh, basically there are two things for content. I mean, two things that are very important for content. One is consistency. The second one is quality. And consistency compounds and quality is actually very much equal to consistency. And these two things are what is needed for good content to come out there. And if you have consistency and you have good quality, people are going to look out for you and people are going to subscribe to you and people are going to uh, watch out for you. I mean, I, I guess like, uh, you know, because mostly I'm, I'm a podcast buff because I, I, I hear a lot of podcasts these days. So I see a lot of funds coming up, but one of my favorite ones is John Maxwell podcast and Craig Groeschel podcast. And these two are the ones that I follow the most. And 
and I usually wait for these two podcasts to come up. And sometimes John Maxwell, uh, the last one he had was like with Alan Mulally, one of the CEO of Ford and the ex-CEO of Ford and ex-CEO of Boeing. And, you know, and so is Craig Rochelle. So one, sometimes he also features other people. And I actually wait for these podcasts to happen because, you know, it actually is inspirational to me. And I don't, I don't just, just follow it because they happen only once a month. Craig Rochelle podcast only, uh, pops up once a month. And I actually wait for that particular month to see what Craig Rochelle has to say. And so what that particular week John Maxwell has to say, because, you know, it is, it is, it is so much inspiration because the content is actually very good. The content is actually good. They have, they maintain a consistency and they maintain the quality and the content that actually plays a very, very huge role in actually in the viewership and in, in the subscriptions and, in your reach. So I believe that. And I mean, I mean, that's actually huge what you guys said. So moving on, I mean, I have this final question towards you and probably this is going to be a controversial question most of the time, <laughs> but yes, still I, I'm going to ask it. So how do you think the quality of information or the quality of news has advanced over the years? I mean, this is a particular question that most of pe- most people have and most people look down to. So how do you think that the quality of media or especially news our information has actually advanced over the years. Um, yeah, well, this is a this is a controversial question because we are living in a post-truth world. So, um, what I say is that, uh, see, as my from my limited experience, the limited limited experience that I gained as an editor of a, of a, um, online portal, I think that uh, I would say that the quality has consistently gone down. And I th- that's 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 a fact. Everybody knows it, but pe- some people don't want to acknowledge that. See, today we we always say that we are we get information from the click of a button. But the question is, what type of information are you getting? True. So, what what information are you seeking out of a particular subject or a particular uh, topic that is in discussion? What is that you are getting, and what is another person searching the same thing getting from that? In today's world, these two people will be seeing two different uh, perspectives, two different things that perhaps may not be even true. So how are we fact-checking these things? How are we uh, going back now? One of the things that I, going back, bang on my uh, experience, we we used to tell, uh, I used to tell all my writers and people who are uh, submitting uh, writings, you know, when we report on particular topics, uh, particularly news, politics, or any other uh, piece, I'd say quote references. Okay, you're going to ask a particular person, quote them. Or if there is particular something, uh, put references so the person can understand, okay, this is this is valid information. This is a fact. So we followed this, um, what is it called? A 50-50 uh, and sometimes 60-40. 60% is fact, factual report. And then the next, that's for in-house articles, is the is the person's, uh, what is it, uh, what do you call it, uh, deduction from that uh, fact. So the person knows, okay, I'm reading now, when you read newspapers, the old newspaper, when you read the first paragraph is the crux of the whole thing, and that'll be the fact. But today, it's become more of of, of, of one-sided um, uh, agenda-pushing uh, mechanism. So in quality of information, um, I think has substantially uh, been spread out and it's very hard to find what is good. But it, because somebody, everybody has a particular agenda. You can't, I mean, if you ask me that wasn't it there earlier, it was there. Now in India, I, mean, I would say that, see, not just India, I mean, throughout the world, if you see this is a right, um, right-wing swing in, in media and people are talking a lot about it. But why are people talking about it? Because 
media for a long period of time has always been left leaning and there was a vacuum in the right side and that today probably few years ago was recognized okay this is a major thing there is a lot of, there are a lot of viewers or readers who are out there for this content but they're silent and let's just do something there so today if you see a lot of right wing portals or center right portals are um finding a lot of readers and viewers because they uh, they were not they were ignored before so the quality because there are a lot of people uh it is hard to keep track as to who is doing what who is fact checking whom uh, who is out there to kill the other portal so it's 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 very spread across Come, so it's I, become more like a competition rather than uh, truth seeking i i would say competitions are good but not at the risk of feeding false information to your readers because you said as you said rightly earlier the quality of content is supreme when you're doing something like this but what is the price that i as an editor is paying when my competitor perhaps is going to do as i mean i can't expect my competitor to do the same thing i am doing probably my competitor would go out and say you know what they are putting out an article on suppose the indian elections let's go one step further and let's say this particular candidate is 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 uh, corrupt but what factors that person have against that person is there a registered case or is there a is there a scam is there anything related to that if it's there let's go all out but if it's not there it's 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 insinuation no it's like uh, you should have, there are like two co- uh, two types of competition if i if you would ask me this healthy competition and unhealthy competition and healthy competition is the one that you should promote and you know i mean any organization that that comes out, i mean because even if when belvedas was born and and when we were uh, taking out all these things i mean when we were, when i was like planning out stuff i used to see that there is this particular thing that there is a lot of organizations just like mine i mean i'm not the only one there is going to be some of the known organizations there may be some unknown organization because the world is a huge place with 197 countries and different cultures and different languages and i'm just one of those uh, and belvedas is just one from those and that is from, that is born from us and there should be a lot of them from in different places around the world and how how many times do we see that i mean we, we, and uh, there is a lot of times where i could actually say like okay you know there's a competition i can i can get back you know I, there's no need for my organization to come out there but i can also think like that okay there is a, there is a healthy competition out there so i can try i can strive i can i can thrive with my organization and you know that is a perspective that most of us are lacking and when when things come up and when uh, issues come up most of us I, i think most of the people around the world will be like you know okay there is already something like that why should be there some someone like me you know and then and even though some people come up and they they the competition gets more like uh, you know it, it it becomes like a race and who becomes first who becomes last and that's the that that's how it actually changes what i'd say that is that um, it, it is a rat race uh, if you don't run it you're going to lose but the question is how are you going to run it am i going to but see this is this is where a lot of people will differ because you i mean when you're out to do business or particularly push something like this this is very new digital media as a space is new which is why you find a lot of people there the question is eventually it will lead to a bloodbath and who will survive that bloodbath is the question because when something for example i mean i suggest if you say i'm not comparing media with say aviation but here take the indian aviation sector there was a time when from 2002 onwards 2008 i mean every year a new airline used to come up here and that was literally the biggest uh, revolution here in civil aviation because um every year there was a new airline and new airline was uh, competing and eating into into each other but eventually 
all the ones that were not strong fell and the strong ones continued. Why? Because they were offering better service, they were offering better value for money and etc. etc. So um, competition is good, healthy, unhealthy competition will eat both uh, whoever is competing with you. So um, the question is how can you do your product better? How can you push your product in a better manner? Ultimately, it comes down to that because whoever is going to seek out and come to your product with anything, we'll always look at that. Okay, am I being better off with this? Or am I getting a better satisfaction by subscribing to this? So it, it will eventually come down to that. But initially, it will be at the price of your um, organization, I would say, because I am the victim of that. We couldn't. So we we, have, we ran into funding issues, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, we could we we almost sort of verge of signing a deal, but it, it 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 fell through. And then the other funder, I mean, people who were ready to fund, uh, were jumping up and down because they had a particular agenda to push, and I just had to subtly agree with that, but I didn't. And eventually, the best thing to do was to shut it down. In hindsight, that made all the difference because post-COVID uh, uh, economic situation has literally pushed every startup uh, to close, and I did not have any financial liability when we shut Spokesman dot in. So uh, I think um, everything everything has a particular uh, reason why it's up there. And I think, um, yeah, the, the, the best will win, but uh, it depends on how you put out your product. If you're going to, if it's all, um, I mean, if it's all just a lot of, um, um, what do you call it, marketing and nothing under it, it, it will eventually fizzle out. But if your product is good, if there is a strong commitment and your objectives are clear, people are going to come back and people will keep coming back to your uh, product no matter whatever it is. So this is from my experience. I tried, I succeeded, I failed because of other factors, but the price at which you might fail is better. And I feel that you can eventually bounce back up again. So uh, these things matter. I think everybody who's out there to do a change, uh, if you're really serious about it, um, consider these points because it might help you. Wow, that's that's true wisdom. That's true words of wisdom from PK Matthew, uh, the founder and management partner of Spokesman Network and also the editor-in-chief of Spokesman.in. So thank you so much, PK. You know, those words, I mean, whatever you are, all these things that you said, I mean, I believe that is going to make a difference in everything that you do. I mean, everything, every word that you speak, everything that we do in, in a platform like this or in any platform makes a huge difference to other people. And I hope that this inspires people, you know, to start something like a spokesman network or something like a, a portal. I mean, you know, it is, it is, it is going to be. I mean, we hope that's our our vision over here. And whenever we work on a project, and we will be like, you know, I mean, I was talking to my team for the first day of our first podcast released, and the day before, I was telling them, you know. It doesn't matter if you get 100 million views or 100,000 views. You know, that's not the point. The point is when you make a difference in some people's lives. And when you do it and when you when it actually enables other people to see the vision that they also have in their life and to maybe it may be start a business, it may be start a podcast, it may be start a blog, it may be start anything. But, you know, the vision that they have, you know, it should be it, it should be there. I mean, you know, encouraging others to come up and, you know, do something, start something. And that is the main part, I guess. That is the vision. And I believe that should be the vision and that should be the part of every organization or every startup or every entrepreneur in this world because to help promote others that is actually very 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 important as well not just to thrive or sustain in that current environment but to help others come up or actually inspire others or influence others i think that is very much needed but again once again thank you so much i think this is actually this was a great session with you and you know it's, i'm actually happy that you you you, you could come over here 
And so we we believe that this is going to make a difference in other people's lives and other people's vision. So to all those guys who are hearing that hearing us, thank you so much for listening once again. This was this was the Bad Withers podcast with Matthew Joseph and our guest PK Matthew, the founder and management managing partner of the Spokesman Network. So thank you I'll all just, so much. Yep, yeah, sure. I'll just say one more thing. Uh, you know, I um, I like I like quotes. So there's one thing that I think every entrepreneur setting out to do must look because there's one thing that i used to look at look at and that's something that president roosevelt said i mean it's a long quote but i'll just say the last few language inspired yeah, sure, quote please um the quote i mean it is called man in the arena i mean people in the us will definitely know this um it's um the end of that is what inspired me and which is why i am happy and content as a person even if we failed at that particular venture we're doing to others um with it but uh the fact that i was able to put my best and the last um part of president roosevelt's quote is that um it goes like this so um who at best in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst if he fails at least fails while daring greatly so that his play shall never be with those co- those who are cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat so i think that's what differentiates uh, you If you're going to set out do something, the fact that you're doing, whether it wins or fails, you will be different from those souls who might never taste victory or defeat. And I should be proud of the fact that you tried while uh, daring greatly. So I just leave the lead uh, with that uh, thought. Yeah, that that's actually huge. I mean, I'm also reminded by this particular quote, and um, it says like this: You know, uh, if a man has never failed, then he has never tried something new. And it doesn't. I mean, you know, and I mean, uh, most people see failure as uh, as a negative thing, but I would actually say failure is something positive because you know you learn from that, and it's never that bad or it's not the worst thing, but it is actually something that you need to come up and you need to see, and that's how actually you can grow and grow yourself, outgrow yourself, and you know outdo the mistakes that you did uh, uh, did in the past. But again, once again, thank you so much, PK Matthew, guys. That was PK Matthew, and make sure that you guys go ahead and check him out. I'll, I'll be putting some links in the episode description so you guys can go and check him out. So thank you so much, guys, for listening. So stay tuned for the next episode as we'll be bringing someone else new next time with a new vision, with a new organization. So stay tuned, and thank you so much for listening. Thanks.